At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Do you like pop culture? I do. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you, Andrew. Oh. If you enjoy movies, television, all that kind of stuff, uh, we have a lot of fun on Sif Pop Podcast, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. So you can come check us out every week. You can listen live or just download it to your podcast feed. Every single week, Aaron breaks down the newest movies that are big in theaters, and I make funny noises. <laughs> You could probably pick one of those that you would like. You can join us every weekend live by looking at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA, or you can find us in your podcast player of preference by searching for Sift Pop. I'm Mr. Tastab, and I'm ringing to introduce and shoot the dough, but also, I'm sick. You could be probably wondering where I've been for a minute. Guys. Trudeau is back, and I can't tell you much more because super secret behind the scenes details that only I know, and I only know because I sit on a shelf all the time. Also, I'm sick, but I'll get better. Okay, bye. So who's Tassie Tab? I'm guessing this. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Tassie Tab is the smallest little person in the... In the... Matroska. Mm-hmm. Matroska? Mm-mm. It's Kabushka. No, it's a Russian nesting doll. Oh my gosh, did you really? Wow. How did I know that was called a Matroska? You have that brain, my friend. What in the world? You have that Where brain. Where did I even know? How did I know that? You I all- know it's a Russian nesting doll. Right. But how did I know it was called a Matroska? How do you remember any of the things you remember? This happens to you all the time, where you'll remember a word, <laughs> you'll describe something perfectly. There was one day, there was a word that you had come up with. What is my brain? And it was something like... I'm not going to remember the word, so this is sort of weird to even try to to, to go into it. But it was something where you're trying to describe a blue that's not quite blue and a green that's not quite green. And there was a word or something. Okay. Specifically that. And you pull it out of the air and you throw it out and I go look it up and I'm like, that's exactly what we're talking about. How do you know these things? And you're like, I don't know. I I am. I am in awe of myself. (laughs) It's a good thing to do. Uh, you want to shoe a doe? Let's do it. Uh, look at this. We're doing it. Does are being shooed. Now, I do need to, to mention, I'm not feeling 100. Right, so yes. I've got like a sniffling Both nose. Both you and Tassie are sick. That's so strange. I feel bad. I think I gave it to yeah, her. Yeah, probably. No, she gave it to me. <laughs> no, I gave it to her. <laughs> I don't know how that works. Um, We are bringing it back. Shoe the dough. Hey, don't act like this is something we've not said before. Well, that's that's true. Fair enough. That's right. The boy who cried shoe the dough. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a year since we have updated the feed. You know, I was looking at the feed 
in surprisingly less gaps in there than I thought. Yeah. I mean, we had that first chunk, by the way, almost exactly seven years ago was the first episode of Shoe the Dough. <gasps> really? Yeah. About seven years oh, ago, 2012, heading into the summer of 2012. Well, enjoy them because I have a grand plan that I've told Aaron about a couple of times, mm. but we haven't. We haven't 100% decided yet, but my, my plan is to actually archive all the old episodes. So nobody can listen to them? Nope. <laughs> Unless what? They're a member? Yep. Like a Shoe the Dough member? Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's fine. I, we can chat about that. Yeah. Go get them now, though. Uh-huh. Danae wants to take them away from you. million bucks. <laughs> so we had that chunk in 2012. What a run that was. A great summer. Beautiful I- summer. Trending on iTunes. Yeah. Lots of fun people hanging out with us. Tassie Tab. And then due to circumstances beyond our control... Let, guys, let's just be straight. Okay, fine. It's a time to tell the truth. Well, <laughs> we've always told the truth. Tassie Tab. She's like, guys, I'm out. And we're like, you know what? We're done. <laughs> we couldn't do it without Tassie. Nope. Uh, but then we came back in 2014, uh, late in 2014, and then we went pretty much all the way through the end of 2017. That's when we had started our own studio, mm-hmm. and then we ended up launching the uh, podcast network, mm-hmm. and then we took Shoe and we kind of dissected it and launched a whole bunch of miniature shows. Right. With New Music Digest, and Sif Pop became its own. Well, Peruse actually, the News. Peruse the News became its own, and so we kind of experimented with that. And it got a little bit unmanageable. (laughs) (laughs) I remember sitting in the studio and you were kind of like sharing your... Dreaming is fun. Your dream. Yeah. Like, Danae, we're going to do a podcast every day of the week. Every day. Five days a week we're going to podcast. By the way, that is possible. But it's possible if it's the only thing you're doing. Also, we do this and this and this. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember thinking, I don't know how this is going to work, but I trust this guy. (laughs) Well, it serves you right then for trusting me. He must know things that I don't know. And so we tried and and it didn't go like we planned, but that's okay. Yeah. We just, we've, what we've been doing um, in like the downtimes where Shoe the Doe hasn't been updated Mm -hmm. is our radio show. Right. Which we're actually going to be putting on the shelf so uh we are only going to be focusing on doing shoe the dough as far as a mutual show for aaron and i's outlet yeah does that make I'm, sense no yeah i'm excited i think it's going to be a great great we, relaunch it's kind of going back to what it was when it started right just kind of like twice a week short episodes well we love doing, doing some the segments show. yeah and we let, we have a great time together but our our creative outlet has been aimed towards radio and mm-hmm. now we get to aim it back into our own world yeah our own shoe in the dough long form conversations Mm -hmm. we'll have interviews here i'm sure occasionally we'll have serious discussions occasionally on topics uh we'll probably bring back new music digest every once in a while those kind of things so weaving in some of the things that you grew to love at the very beginning and adding some new stuff uh like video yeah that's exciting. We have a video camera in our studio now, and we've been doing some experiments. We kind of have an idea of how to set it up and go live and things like that. So for those of you who have been wanting to have a peek behind the curtain, that's a possibility. We're going to be working on that, too. Season three was of Shoe the Dough was basically the live show season online, audio-wise, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Season four starts now and will eventually be... That, but video. So instead of going live for audio, we'll go live with video and Why have an audio. Both? Well, it, you know, when you do audio, you also have the, or when you do video, you also have the audio there. Like uh. we're not, 
We're not canceling out the audio. It's it, just it will video. broadcast with the video. <laughs> that would be a little strange. <laughs> We're just launching live video. That's it. We're turning the sound off. That's right. You can't hear anything. The, the also the lights will be off, so it'll just be a blank screen. <laughs> That's right. But technically video. <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> we are on the cutting edge. That's right. Here at Chew the Dough. It's exciting. I'm yeah. excited to get started again, and it's going to be a really nice shift to kind of get back into shoe mode. Mm-hmm. It's also been um, some time since last year you collapsed. And that's what I was going to say. And then we finished that third season, mm-hmm. and then we came back exactly a year ago yep. uh, to talk about near-death experiences and to talk about my experience. It's, I shouldn't say exactly a year ago because I died exactly a yeah. year ago. Today, yeah. by the way, is when I died a year ago. Yep. Uh, and we, we didn't broadcast that day. Ha- happy anniversary? <laughs> plus one day. Happy, happy plus, one, plus day. one day. Yeah. Yeah, so you go down... And then I took over control of the studio. (laughs) The Ah, moment ah, she had ah. always been waiting for. No, I was terrified, to be honest. Yeah. But it went okay. I remember, actually, this morning, I re-listened to what we recorded from a year ago, just to kind of see what we talked about, because I knew we were recording today, and and just kind of wanted to take a listen to it. It's a, I mean, it's a really in-depth kind of look at what that process was like and if for whatever reason you missed that episode it's the one right before this in the feed even though it was a year ago um it's yeah it really kind of goes through it and uh i i will like point people to that if they ever ask what the kind of what happened because we just kind of went through it we wanted to put it someplace because there are a lot of people that were worried about you and Mm -hmm. you didn't want to have to retell it a lot so it's easier to do a podcast yeah like and we kind of wondered if we were going to be able to get back into the shoe groove after that but man, this last year has been filled with some really exciting changes and shifts. Obviously, mm-hmm. kind of mentioned that we're going to be shelving our radio show, which is a yeah. huge change for us. Yeah, we've we've done radio together for seven years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's been some other things that have been happening that have captured our attention. Our uh, podcast network is doing really well. We're adding new shows pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron, you work with CinemaSins yep. now, which is a great YouTube channel. So you're writing and editing and you launched a new channel for them. And yeah. There's just been a lot of things we've been able to kind of put our hands on as these you know free creative people. And so it's an exciting time because we're like, I don't know, we're just moving back into an era of being able to do shoe the dough every tuesday and thursday and the whole shoe the dough thing which spoonerism for do the show is just kind of how we got started being you know quote-unquote content creators the Mm -hmm. idea of just like put it out there do fun stuff be creative and this has kind of always been our breeding ground to try fun stuff experiment and we want this to be what you want it to be too so if you have hung around and you're listening to this let us know kind of what you want from the new shoe the new the new shoe shoe the who the dough go so today we're going to be doing a segment that you're familiar with we're going to be doing peruse the news and we're also going to be talking about some of our favorite things that went away and came back because that's both me and the show it's true <laughs> did you say peruse the news a peruse of the news. wait how did you do it <laughs> <laughs> you do the doot doots oh the doot doots the doot doots okay ready Studio DNA presents Peruse the News. Every day, so many things happen around this crazy world of ours, and it's up to your hosts to glance around at them and decide what's worth talking about. Join them on a journey of the wonderful, a journey of the strange, a journey of adventure. And now we shall... 
peruse the news. Oh, I want to do that for a long time. Yo, I did that in one breath. <laughs> you did not. I promise. That was amazing. I've been working on my breath control because I'm doing yoga. Uh-huh. And I'm doing a restorative yoga. And so it's all about like deep breathing and like yeah. filling your lungs and really understanding your diaphragm, which as a singer, I should know anyway. Uh-huh. But I'm like the queen of shallow breath. <laughs> So. This this does not sound like yoga. This sounds like deep breathing exercises. <laughs> it's but nice. you can call it whatever you want. So anyway, that was one breath. You go back and listen to that. Be impressed. All right. Uh, yeah, tell us what you want to hear from Shoot the Dough, but also tell me how impressed you are. <laughs> All right, you kick us off. What's your first, uh, what did you find in the news? Okay, so this one caught my eye today. Did a double take and had to read about it a little bit. It's a really short article. Title is, it's from CNN Health. Women, sorry, woman with Two wombs gives birth twice a month apart. Wait, this is this isn't real. This is real. This, this is not real. No, it really is. You're making is. this up. Nope, I'm not. This, this is on a flat earther website. <laughs> nope, nope. This is on CNN. Um, this woman is a Bangladeshi. Wow. And she didn't go in for an ultrasound or anything. But she knew she was pregnant. She went in. She gave birth, and then she went back. Uh. A month later, because she was having low back pain. Wow. And they discovered that she was carrying... A second child in a second womb. Oh, let me let me just read this to you. She gave birth to a boy in late February, and then she went back and gave birth to twins. I've, I've got questions, many of which I won't <laughs> ask on this podcast. Why? Because they involve, I mean, like... So, the whole reproductory system. Oh, that's not in- gross. Let's just talk about it. So apparently when the uterus is formed, uh-huh. it's actually two tubes that merge together. Right. So sometimes those two tubes remain two tubes. And so you can have, in very rare case- cases, two uteruses. Two, 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 this is what, two tubes internally? Mm-hmm. Two tubes externally? Internal. Internally. Like, do you know the uterus is okay. on the inside? No, I'm asking I'm if she has two her. vaginas is what I'm oh! asking. I'm just saying. Nope, nope. One one port out. Okay, and then multiple things happening. Okay, in I, that's the what inside. I was. I was kind of confused. Good like, question. So double wombs. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is it could actually be no, it can't be twins, but it could be. <laughs> so I'm just thinking it could be two sperm from the same experience. Could be right. Like they could just go separate ways. Hey, Bob, I'm going this way. See well, what's over there, Frank. <laughs> I'm going left. I'm going right. Well, whichever one went right turned into twins, and the woman that went left was one. Wow. And they they were a little bit apart because she went back a month later and gave birth to the twins. Wow. So it's wait. super rare. Wait, wait. So she had three children she had inside three her at once. Children in two wombs. In two wombs. The first birth was one child, and then she went back a month later and had twins. This is this is this is sci-fi. This is a movie. Well, this is the cool thing about humans. We are all so different. There is not one particular perfect form. Well, this is kind of next level different, it's though. Cool. <laughs> this is un- this is amazing. It's super rare, but super super cool. I didn't even know this was a thing. She didn't know she had a thing going on. Like they had to figure out when her water broke, like which water broke. They didn't know she had two uteruses when she gave birth the first time. What? How do you do a sonogram and not know there's a second uterus? There was no sonogram. This was a this is a or as I like to call it, the tutoris. <laughs> Okay, well, that's funny. Actually, no, that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't really work. <laughs> nope, I like it. <laughs> She's a tutoress. 
a womb with a two. This is not in America, so there were not ultrasounds mm, going on. This is- I just got very suspicious of it. <laughs> if it doesn't come from America, listen, this could be made up. This could CNI, be. CNN's buying into it. It could be. Could be. It is a short article. There's not a lot of information beyond mm. just this, but I thought this was super cool. I totally think How it's possible. How would you not know? That doesn't seem possible. Certainly she knew once she gave birth that there were two more babies in there. Dude, as someone who's given birth, it's pretty traumatic. And <laughs> it's not like you just go back to the shape that you were before no, you were pregnant. but they're moving. Yeah, but you also kind of don't know. I mean, she was 20 years old. So, oh, yeah. I mean, you don't know. It could be indigestion. It could be who knows. Wow. You're, you can kind of explain away a lot of weird stuff. I am so glad she was back. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Are you? Go ahead with your article. All right. Uh, let's do this one. Uh, what a one to start with. Yeah, I got You should uh, never let I, me no, start. No. You should learn. A couple swapper sleeping arrangement has Twitter users in disbelief. I have no idea what you just said. Couples swapper sleeping arrangement has Twitter users in disbelief. Still, still clueless. <laughs> So initially, you may think this is about, you know, wife swapping or something like that. It is not. These people just actually switch sides of the bed when they sleep every once in a while. And people on Twitter are losing their minds about it. And I have to come to you and say, do you always sleep on the same side of the bed? It depends. (laughs) Circumstantial for me. Uh, if my husband is away, I sleep sideways. I just take <laughs> no, the whole bed. We're not asking about when oh, husband oh, is away. We're asking oh. about couple sleeping. If you and your husband are in bed together, do you always sleep on the same side? Oh, and we, we have changed sides before. So I, I guess I can't say always because mm. we have switched sides. Be ready for people to hate you. Hey, listen, I'm a public figure. <laughs> people don't like me because I got boobs. I mean, <laughs> there's all kinds of reasons to be upset. I found it really fascinating because my wife and I had this conversation. We always sleep on the same side of the bed at home. I'm always on the left side. She's always on the right. When we traveled early in our marriage, I didn't pay attention to this. You know, I would just sleep on whatever side of the bed. And I Because I'm in a different environment, like my brain didn't do that human thing where you're locked into a pattern. Mm-hmm. And it drove her crazy. Like, she would have to say, no, you have to sleep on the left side, and I have to sleep on the right. So now I'm trained. Mm -hmm. Now I know whenever we go somewhere, I'm always on the left side. But I hadn't really thought about the fact that some people could be just brave enough to actually switch sides every once in a while. I'm brave. I'm super (laughs) brave. When we go out of town, we go to a hotel or something, we have an opportunity to have a different, you know, way of sleeping uh-huh. i jump on it i'm like cool yeah let's try it out well I, I know you're the type of person to jump on the bed i just meant that you is know. true <laughs> but also i mean the most important thing is which side of the bed is closest to the outlet it doesn't matter if it's left or right you just need to be close to power you gotta here, keep your phone on here is uh here is there the way they decide uh number one first one in chooses number two we've never disagreed over it Number three, we move pillows and books as we move. Number four, we don't change every single night. Number five, neither of us are aliens. Because <laughs> apparently they've been accused of being such. Isn't that weird? First one into bed gets to choose your side. Yeah, that, that is a little strange. Because <laughs> the first response is I can't even process this information. I mean, if it's every night, that is to me a little a little weird. Because I get into a pattern, yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know what? We just learned some people have two uteruses and some people... (laughs) Humans humans can be whatever they need to be. That's right. What do you got next? Um, 
I've got two. I don't know what to do. Of course you do. I right can't. off the bat. One episode in. I'm Aaron, sorry. I've accidentally picked too many articles. Oh, I don't know what to do. Well, do you just want to take my second one? I just won't do another one. No, that's not fair to you. <laughs> Are you going to be severely disappointed if you can't talk about both of these things? Um, no, I think I've just decided. I think I'm going to keep on the vein of like humans doing like weird it. things. I like it. Okay. Humans so are weird. Humans are weird. So this guy lives in Canada and for the past 14 years, he has been excavating his basement with miniature construction machinery. So the title of the article is man has been digging his basement with radio controlled miniature machinery for the last 14 years, which is exactly what I just said. What? Yeah. I, I think, didn't I show this to you? With like little like digger I, machines? Do you remember I showed you a YouTube video a little oh, while yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yes. So these are full construction machines. You've got like the excavators, you've got the dump trucks, you've got... But you know, not full constructions machines or they all, wouldn't fit in his basement. Right, they're all miniature, but they all work. So what he does is he sits in the basement... And he just remote control excavates his basement. And he's been doing it for 14 years. I think part of the peruse the news process is learning how to not judge people. (laughs) I think that's... Isn't that life? I think, well, but we specifically here... Like, I don't... Like, what a waste of time, right? Well, but if you're not in a hurry, is it? <laughs> if it's what gives your life purpose, listen. If he, I suppose if he had a deadline and he what makes to it get, any different than me binging a season on Netflix? There you go. It's all just he. This is how he chooses to spend his time, and it's a hobby for him. Yeah. Now, it, it, like if there was a goal of him to have a finished basement in a few years, then yeah, this. Wait, is he's doing crazy. this on purpose to finish his basement he is excavating his entire basement for some purpose and he's just decided oh, i to thought do he it. was just doing it just because uh, maybe just I like he found it fun let's just say we don't know for sure okay well i don't know that i understand his full intent but i do know that he has a youtube channel and you can go watch him play with his toys am i gonna be am i gonna be so upset upon hearing his subscriber count i mean like, maybe <laughs> i just clicked on one video it's called hauling crush <laughs> Um, and it has 26,702 views. That's good. That's a lot of views. It is. And, and 11,000 subscribers at wow. least as of today's date. If you to watch somebody radio remote control, dig dirt out of their basement. Uh, the title of his channel is Lil Giants Const- Co. Uh, I think Lil Giants Construction Company. Uh-huh. L-I-L Giants C-O-N-S-T-R-C-O. Yeah, I could have could have used some uh, branding advice. Listen, he's Canadian. <laughs> he's he's a Canadian. It gets cold there. He has nothing to do but sit in a basement and just play with full uh, size. I want to be his agent. I'm going to get him some branding. <laughs> We're going to get get some things going. We're going to get this basement finished all with miniature tools. I'm, like when it's time to paint, yeah. we'll have little miniature robot painters. I love it. That paint it. And you'll have to build mm-hmm. up those little uh, scaffold Yes. You have to build the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. With remote control robots. Or just ask your giant friend to do it for you. <laughs> you know, your human being. I know it's weird. I just really think this is kind of interesting because I, um, I've i actually watched a couple of these videos in full. Mm. Just this dude playing with toys. It kind of reminds me of Twitch. Yeah. You watch people play, play video games. You can also watch this guy. Seems a little more entertaining to me, but what yeah. do I know? What do you know? What do I know? Okay. What's your next one? Mozart may make ibuprofen more effective. Pain pills work better when taken listening to music, study says. Music? 
or Mozart? Mozart specifically. What is it about Mozart? I don't know. You know, those classical guys, they just had the key to life and the universe and everything. Makes your baby smarter. Makes mm-hmm. your ibuprofen work better. Let's all just zoom in on Aaron a little bit. Aaron, did you read the article? I did. Oh, okay. So then yeah. it should have told you why it's Mozart. No, it doesn't. That's a stupid article. <laughs> no, it's an article about the health benefits of music, including the fact that the inflammation go, goes down by 20% more what? when you're listening to music along with taking the ibuprofen. But it's saying music, but then it's also saying specifically Well, Mozart. and I think what it has to do is they've built this playlist. I think they want to sell the playlist. Uh, I think, I don't know, they don't say that in the article, uh-huh. but was, they do definitely mention Mozart is what they decided to use. Was the article written by Spotify? No, it was oh, not. Okay, well, that would have been a clue, you know, that right. they're trying to sell right. something. Sponsored by Spotify. Well, I like to listen to um, relaxing music, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of some soft strings and some stuff to, to unwind. And it is really, really good for you to kind of get into that more relaxed state. Mm-hmm. Your stress level comes down. So I think that this article is a little misleading in that you can reduce your stress and you can reduce pain just by listening to music. You don't have to combine it with Tylenol. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I think what they're saying is, I think what they're saying is the fact that, that music not only makes, can make you feel better, but it can actually make things that make you feel better work better. So it works with the body in, in several ways is what they're saying. So listen to music and do drugs. <laughs> I just it's prescription. About, I, it's about ibuprofen. Ibuprofen drugs. I'm. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think I am usually a little bit skeptical about this kind of stuff. Yeah, you are. But the idea of music doesn't bother me because I think we see over and over again how much the the just the human experience can create its own health in mm-hmm. sickness. Um, we see placebos work that have they're just sugar pills and people get better from stuff. Yeah. Because they whatever. I don't I don't want to say positivity, but I think there is something mental about, state. But maybe. I think there is something about your mental state. And I think music directly impacts that. It's been shown to. So I do think the type of music does matter. Yeah. Because I think there are types of music that do different things to your mental state. And uh-huh. Mozart and classical music is definitely one that I think is calming and and you know uh, just an uh, it's an it's, elevation. Yeah, it's more of an elevation type music. Rather than like horror music. Yes. Yeah, for example. Or metal. Right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe don't listen to that if you have a headache. <laughs> maybe skip skip over that. Seven out of ten doctors say if you listen to heavy metal, you can get a headache faster. So That's an article go. that Aaron just wrote. <laughs> yeah, I just or- wrote it right now. <laughs> well, we did it. We perused the news. Nicely done. That's exciting. Do you feel like you had to stretch those muscles a little bit? or? Well, I feel like... Nope, I feel like it's just exactly the same. I still have articles I wish we could have talked about. <laughs> Nothing I've, has changed. I found weird stuff, you know, it's just like normal. But I do love doing Peruse the News, and I am excited to bring that back. Uh, I'm excited to bring a lot of stuffs back. Uh, stuffs. Mm-hmm. I'm all a, of the stuffs. All the stuffs. Uh, before we finish out, let's talk just a little bit about things that came back. I, I've titled this segment, Be Kind, Rewind. Oh, I like it. Things that went away but came back, like me, and this show. And this show. <laughs> You got a good example? Yeah, I was thinking about it. And mine are, I mean, I think they kind of are relational. I, I could think those are the first ones that came to mind were relational mm-hmm. ones. You know, just, this this show is always very um, good at explaining who we are. Yours are relational. Mine are all about pop culture, but continue. Well, are they really? <laughs> Not all, but yeah. 
That or like technology. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's not a surprise. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, it's, it's, the, it's the beautiful us. It's a shoe that fits just perfectly. Um, uh, like what relationships? My husband. I broke up with a man. <laughs> like we dated for Yesterday? a while. No, <laughs> no, we dated for a while and I broke up with him and it was like devastating specifically for him. I was okay. Cause I, I was the one that broke nice. up with him and he wasn't okay. And then, uh, just sort of series of circumstances brought us back together and we started talking again and then we ended up getting married and then this year we'll be married for 10 years nice but that was kind of one that i really did not expect to come back i kind of thought that once we broke up that was that was it how serious was the breakup it was pretty serious. Do you remember why? Do you remember why you broke up with him? I mean, it, obviously, we're getting into personal territory, which we do sometimes here, but like, yeah. if it's not too personal. No, he was really clingy and it scared me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just loved you so much. No, he really did. And, and listen, I am not used to, I had been, I had been very mistreated in a lot of ways and we'll mm. skip over all of that because it's just too much. Just kind of take my word for it. And so you've been in a lot of bad relationships. Yeah. And so yeah. to be with somebody who was a romantic and catered to me yeah. and wanted to be around me all the time, it went from sweet to stalker crazy. Like in my head, I was like, I need mm. space. Now looking back, do you think it was stalker crazy? Do oh you no, think- no, I was the stalker for oh, sure. You were the stalker? <laughs> He's going to love listening to this. I actually did stalk him a little bit. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like in the breakup period? No, no, no. Oh. The, the pre-dating the period. The pre-dating period. Yeah. I saw his picture. I thought it was super cute. Uh-huh. I knew about where he lived. And so I started texting him like, hey, I think I'm in your neighborhood. Let's hang out. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he calls me a stalker. But you, but I'm saying those feelings of him being too mm. much and too clingy. Do you right. still think he actually was too clingy? Yes. Okay, so there. But no, let me let me explain. I don't think he was too clingy in a bad way. I think he was being him, and it like triggered me. Mm-hmm. And so we had to figure out how to balance that out a little bit. And yeah. so he's learned more about me that I'm not romantic and I'm not super clingy, and I've had to learn that that he is that way and not to take it as a threat. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, so but that took time and um So how we, did you get back together? There was a series of events that kind of happened and and so my mom said you need to call Justin cuz he knows you know all the things that are going on. I think he could be a really good support for you right now. And she told me later on that she they just loved Justin. My mom and my dad loved mm. him and they were hoping that we would, you know, get together again. And so I reached out to Justin and he literally came to me in one of the worst times of my life one of the worst things that's ever happened to me Mm. and never left he kind of just jumped into the trenches with me and that showed the part of his personality that's way more valuable than me getting offended that he likes to buy teddy bears and roses (laughs) clinginess sometimes feels like uh codependency mm-hmm. it can feel like i yes. need you in my life because i need you because yes. without you i don't know who i am Which, and without you yeah and having come from relationships that had that in a bad way it was scary and what climbing in the trenches shows is it's no i want to be in your life because i think i can sacrifice for you i think mm-hmm. i can actually love you yep. i want to dedicate my life to you and that's that's different, different right yeah and so, so it took that to really see the fullness mm, of his personality and yeah. so then he jumped in and We've been in the trenches and on the mountaintop and in the valley and all over the place ever since then. Sometimes within a few hours. Yep. 
That's how it goes. That's how it goes. That's called marriage. So now you're going to talk about something not nearly as uh, deep. No, no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> What's one of your... Well, pop culture stuff <laughs> popped into my brain first. There are lots of uh, like TV shows that I thought were done and gone. Like X-Files is one. You know, I thought... <laughs> Firefly. Oh. <laughs> right. Well, that one never did come back. I know. But... <laughs> that's why I'm sad. Well, actually, it did, though, because they made the movie, right? Okay, like, true. even Firefly... Mm. You know, you think it's gone, and then yeah, Serenity happens, right? And then um, Futurama was like that, which is one of my favorite comedies. Actually, twice it was gone and came back, and so I just didn't know that kind of stuff like that is kind of real fun for me. Um, but there was one I was thinking of uh, from my childhood. Do you know what Shrinky Dinks are? I thought I left them in my childhood. I'm seeing like a wax. No. Okay, no. Not wax. More plasticky, but you would take these, like, it was almost, uh, I guess maybe you'd call it wax when it starts, but it's kind of like a paper thing, and you'd cut out shapes and paint on them, that kind of stuff, and then you'd put them in the oven, (gasps) and they would shrink... Down to a hard, like, uh-huh. collectible keepsake. I like. I remember the Smurf Shrinky Dinks. Like, I was just playing with them yesterday. Those things were so cool. Well, I... they still exist. <laughs> They're back. Are they? Are they back? Did they go away and they came back? Or, I think or they it's went just, away. We grew up and weren't nearly as interested. <laughs> right. <laughs> it could be the second thing. Yeah. But I think they're they're more it, yeah it's probably one of those things with like oh those actually still exist how but for you, me they were gone and now they're back how did you find out about them did you go to Hobby Lobby I was just thinking about them the other day and <laughs> just I was randomly? like I've got this machine that will tell me all the information in the world so I typed in Shrinky Dinks into my Google wow and they they still exist <laughs> that's great branding right there this is where the, the construction guy needs to to shrinky dinks like you're never that's gonna forget the one. you're never gonna forget shrinky dinks reach out to him and let him know shrinky digs shrinky digs <laughs> something like that brilliant uh but yeah that's that's all it was for me are you I gonna th- do it are you I, gonna go get some i don't know they're more jewelry now like they use them like to make like little charms you can just hang stuff. them in a the window though and i'm like well like where's my pop culture shrinky dinks you know where where are the shrinky dinks for csi what? or wait. <laughs> Wait, wait, that's such a weird place to go. Marvel. I should have said Marvel. Uh, Way better. (laughs) Thanks so much for shooing the dough with us today. The podcast is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find out more about other shows on the network by following us at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA. Huge thanks to Chris Tilly for composing the Shoe the Dough theme. Oh, Chris. And producer Phil for putting the show together. Also, please subscribe, rate, and comment at your podcast player of preference, especially if it's iTunes, so that more people can hear it. Speaking of that, tell your friends that Shoe is back. Let them know what's going on here. Yep. This episode is the first in our season four restart. We're going to be hitting the uh, studio every Tuesday and Thursday very soon. So you'll be having regular updates in your feed. Anything else you want to say or have any ideas for the show, make sure and email us at feedback at shoethedough.com. Great job, everybody. All right. Now, don't forget to turn off the lights and make sure that you tip your waitress. I don't know what a waiteress is, but post a tip them. I hear some women have two waiteresses. <laughs> <laughs> no, Aaron. <laughs>
by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.